listening to the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit Podcast. What smells so bad? It's strong, but you'll get used to it. Now here's your hosts, Nick Stevenson and Chris Clark. Ladies and gentlemen, it is that time again, whatever time of day it is, wherever you may be listening in the world, welcome to episode three of the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit podcast. We are beyond honored that you chose to join us yet again. My name's Nick Stevenson. My man Chris Clark is in the building. What it do, baby? What's up, brother? What's going on? You know, living the dream, man. Living man, the dream. Look at us. Episode three. Couple of seasoned veterans in the game of podcasting. I dig it. It's uh it's all downhill from here, bro. That's it, man. We came, we saw, we conquered. <laughs> We're gonna get our Pulitzer now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, actually, man, it's really good to be back here with you. I was ready to go after the last one, man. Uh, yeah, I agree. And uh apparently Episode three was in high demand, my friend. Yes, sir, it was. <laughs> we put out our first episode on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. I think episode two came out on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. So this past Sunday came and went, and everybody was like, hey, man. What happened? <laughs> where's episode three? Where it be? <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, obviously, this is not our only gig. Uh, we each have jobs, uh, unfortunately. Well, I say uh, you love your job. Let's say fortunately. Because fortunately, I do, that's true. That's I do true. love my job. And you do love your gig. And mine, I, it's not terrible. You know, um, being in the oil and gas industry, I work shift work. Uh-huh. So sometimes our scheduling is a little bit bit off. And so I was working nights this past weekend. Now, this was much to the chagrin of a lot of my coworkers and colleagues <laughs> who basically told me I need to stop being a little bitch <laughs> and put out this podcast when they're ready to hear it. So uh, I do want to shout out, man, all the guys at the ITC facility, man. I've walked in that place a couple of times and actually walked in on people listening to our podcast. It's phenomenal. Or they come up to me and they say, hey, man, I just listened to episode one. It was great. I'm, I'm going to go listen to episode two in the truck, yeah. you know. And um, just showing all kinds of love, man. And I appreciate them. It's exciting, man. It really is. It is. And they've kind of been my training ground uh-huh. for this podcast because we've been doing our own little podcast in that CCR for the past two years. <laughs> yeah. Now, the world ain't ready to hear the no. shit we're talking in there. No, no, no. But... <laughs> I've been there, done that. No, they're not. Yeah. But I want to shout out them, man. We, we've gotten a lot of good support, actually. And I wish I could name everybody. But I told you before we get to this Wheel of Spirit thing, I need to talk to you real quick about Ooh. a little something, something. All right. First, I'm going to tell you what happened, and then okay. I'm going to let you know how I, um, I'm going to let you know how I overreacted a little bit. Okay. So, um, Maddie has her first crush. Now. Okay. <laughs> so, for Maddie is going to be 14 in January, so most people listening are probably like, okay. what's the big deal? Uh-huh. But anybody who knows Maddie knows, like, she's been anti-boy. Yes. yes. From the time she was born, like she wouldn't even talk to the boys at school uh-huh. as friends. Yep. She won't even listen to music that's sung by a dude like <laughs> okay. boys have cooties, boys okay. are gross. And mm-hmm. it's been that way since she was little. Mm-hmm. And so what's crazy is the way I found out about this. <laughs> so a couple months ago, Maddie asked if she could have Snapchat. And look, I was a little bit hesitant, man, because, you know, the Internet is a scary place. Yeah. Now, let me tell you, I, I, I let her get a Snapchat, but I keep my eye on it. And I want to talk to you parents out there really quick. Look, if you got young kids, early teens, and they're out here on social media, you got to keep an eye on that shit, man. It can get out of hand it really is a, quick. It is a scary place out there. Yeah. Case in point, locally, there was a 12-year-old girl, man, who was talking to some guy on an app. This is very recent. Uh, 
he was a police officer from Cypher ISD, I remember actually. This. I remember yeah, this. and they ended up meeting up. He took her to a hotel. He and, sent an Uber over here. Yeah. And, you know, she got raped. And I can't imagine if I'm her parents how devastating that would have been. I mean, let alone for the little girl. I mean, her innocence is gone. Yeah. And but th- that's the kind of stuff that's happening, man. Yeah. You gotta you gotta keep an eye on it. Absolutely. So I always keep an eye on Maddie Snapchat and I make sure I set some boundaries, uh-huh. some rules. Don't talk to people you don't know, yeah. this and that. So they have these little... First of all, I am Snapchat illiterate, right? Yeah. So they have these little stories that you can put on there. Okay. And they do these things called YOLOs. Okay. I don't... Okay. I know what YOLO means to us. Yeah. But apparently it means something completely different on Snapchat. But basically like... Do you know, do you know what it means? Because I don't. I don't know if it's an acronym or not. But basically okay. like you holler out like they'll tell you a series of questions to answer like... Okay. What's the funniest picture from your camera roll? And what's your crush? Blah, 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 blah. A bunch of different questions. And as the story scrolls, like the person tells the Uh answers to these questions. And this isn't the first time I've seen her do one. And usually when it got to crush, she's like, oh, yeah, right. You guys know me. Uh I don't like boys. (laughs) Okay. Well, this last one a couple of days ago, it asked, who's your crush? And her says, "Um, I'm not telling but only one person knows. <laughs> Who's that one person? <laughs> I was like, where are you at? You what? better come forward. <laughs> I was like, hold up. And so, okay, look, I grew up in a really strict household. Well, the first time that I liked a girl, like people, my parents were, they were pretty strict. Uh-huh. Okay. So I didn't want to be that parent. Yeah. I was trying, even though like in my mind, dude, like my anxiety is on level 10. Uh-huh. I'm like, what is going on? And of course, in my mind, I'm thinking worst case. And I'm like, oh my God, she has a boyfriend. Yeah, she's yeah, sneaking yeah. him through the window. Yeah. They're making out. He's sitting on her lap or she's sitting on his lap. Like, all <laughs> right. Okay. So after I calm myself down, I'm like, okay, I, I'm so, talking so to, let me stop you for a second. How yeah. long did it take you to calm yourself down? A while. Oh, I was what, at work on nights. And that's what I thought. That's that's how now, I picture when I envision something like this happening to myself. And it's, I, and it's coming. It's explosive. I'm <laughs> yes. gonna freak out. I'm gonna lose it. And Haley keeps saying, "Like you gotta chill. You gotta calm down. Right. Like you you were raising an entire different household. Right. Like, it was okay for you to have a girlfriend at 13 years old. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I'm I'm I, I can see myself. <laughs> it's coming, bro. Like it's coming. 12, but 13, for me, 14. because of the way, and I had been trying to prepare my mind for this, right? But uh-huh. because of the way Maddie's been, of course, I was always like, uh, maybe I'm not gonna have to worry about it. Like maybe yeah. she'll go through high school. I, yeah. I don't know. So it was, it kind of hit me over the head, dude. Yeah. And so after I, I'm talking to Whitney, and I'm like, okay, I gotta chill. I gotta chill. Um, but I gotta talk to Maddie. Like that's not how I want to find stuff out. Yeah. I want her to know she can come and talk to me. Now, of course, nobody wants to talk to their dad about that stuff. I get it, and. But it's like, we've always, if anybody knows me and Maddie from the time she was a baby. Yeah. We've been like this. Absolutely. When I, a lot of people say, oh, my kid's my best friend. Like, Mm -hmm. no, literally there was a time of my life where I had no friends. Uh Maddie was my best friend. Yes. And we've always been able to talk. I probably talked to her too much when she was little Uh about some really heavy stuff. But yeah, that's just, I wanted her to be prepared for what the world has to bring. Yes. So I, I get it. You don't want to talk to your dad about this stuff. But I just wanted to let her know like, hey. I'm not going to freak out. If I do freak out, I'm going to do it in my bedroom by myself where you can't see me. Yeah. <laughs> Screaming a, a pillow. But like, hey, let's let's keep open communication. If you like a boy, you know, first of all, it needs to be somebody that you know. Once again, yes. the rules of, yes. of these social medias is don't be talking to people you don't know. Uh-huh. It needs to be somebody that you know, you've met, go to school with, whatever. And I'm going to be cool. I'm going to do my best. 
But man, I wanted and see, I needed to get your natural reaction for that because we. I was like, dude, I'm gonna drop something on you tomorrow. <laughs> I, you had me nervous, dude. You had me all kind of nervous. Like, yeah, I was like, man. About? Yeah, that's happening, man. They're they're growing up, bro. I'm I'm, I'm very curious to meet this gentleman. And so that takes me to my next point. Okay, so I'm freaking out, right? Okay, like, oh my gosh, she has. Okay, and then I talk to her about it, and I'm like, okay, who's this guy? Does he like you back? Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, I don't know. And I'm like, well, if he doesn't like you back, he's an idiot. So you're going to have to move on there. But no, apparently it's just a dude at school that she doesn't even really talk to. They're in a class together. So, like, they haven't actually let it. She hasn't let this person know, oh, I like you. Like, it's. It's very, it's innocent. It's okay, like, I have okay. a crush on this kid. Well, well, that's that's good. That's good. Yes, that gives me time that gives to you, prepare. That gives you time to... Because eventually, <laughs> yeah, it's coming. It gives me time for you to take me to go buy a shotgun. Because I have yeah. not owned a gun in, oh, man. in several we're years. Gonna, we're so. going to have to fix that. Dude, between, that. between me, my kids, we got Maddie, Hannah, you, Fallon, Zoe, yeah. our friend Journey. Like, we're going to have to start a militia in this yeah. bitch. Yeah. It's, it's on and popping. I mean, Don't I come just... knocking on this door. I wish a motherfucker would. <laughs> yeah, all I can picture <laughs> is the... I think it's Bad Boys. Yes, Bad Boys too. I was thinking the same thing. Hey, <laughs> hey, what you looking at? <laughs> I was thinking you look this, like you're forty. I was thinking the same thing. And that's how I when things like that come to mind. That's how I envision myself reacting. Yeah. And I've always told myself like I pride myself on how calm and collected yeah. I can stay. But when it comes to it's a subject baby, of that matter, it's your baby girls, that's my man. babies, dude. That's my babies. <laughs> and you want to see a motherfucker freak out. Yeah. Like, it's going to come. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's that's a... I, yes. I hope... I hope this... Whoever this kid is realizes what a... What an accomplishment. Not Maybe not what an accomplishment. Yeah. To what, get Maddie to like you? That. Like, yeah. What level do you got to be on for that right. child who has no interest at all, yeah. who is a straight-A student, who is on a roll, who mm-hmm. is just achievement and after achievement daddy's after girl, achievement? Bro. Daddy's girl. What do you got to have? Through. What do you got to have to get on that level? Yeah. I'm curious. I'm ready to meet him. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. Well, <laughs> I'm going to have to prepare myself. <laughs> you know, I don't, yeah. don't want to be that dad, but I don't, I don't know if I'm ready for that yet, bro. So yeah, that's some heavy shit I wanted to drop Oof. on you real quick. Well, I'm glad you waited because that's uh, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, I needed the natural Uncle Chris reaction <laughs> to that, and uh, yeah, it's coming, dude. It's coming. Get ready. Oh, I, I, I fingers crossed. I have a few more years left to cross that bridge. <laughs> yeah, you hope. You hope. <laughs> so we decided we had, did a couple of episodes where we picked a subject to talk about, and. We're not, we're still rookies at this, man. Yeah, So usually like 40, 45 minutes came and we didn't know what else we wanted to do, right? But we got this idea, okay, what if we just switch up the subject matter? Yeah. What if we try to see how many topics we can get through a conversation on? And so we came up with this idea to just put everything on a wheel, the wheel of spirit. Let's spin that wheel (laughs) and see what happens. Um, So I'm excited. I'm ready. I think it's a good idea. Uh, We don't know what's going to happen. (laughs) <laughs> you guys are going to find out with us. This has not been rehearsed at all. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. So, what do you say we get to it, man? And spin this wheel. Let's do it. All right. Uh, Chris is grabbing the wheel now. <laughs> <laughs> and let's see what we're going to talk about first. Oh, man. I'm nervous. Would you rather? Okay. Would you rather? So, we're okay. going to play a little. We'll each do one. Okay. And you have to think of something... That you would give give me a choice, this or this. 
Okay. And there's no choosing neither. You got to go with it. All right. So I'm going to, I'm just going to go ahead and go to the extreme. Let's go. I'm going to go balls to the wall with this one. Let's okay, go. This is, this is a, this is a hard one to answer because I've, there's no good outcome. Okay. Okay. <laughs> when it comes to dying, would you rather burn to death or would you rather drown? Oh my God. Ugh. Okay. What's the lesser of the two evils? How long do you burn before your body just goes into shock and you can't feel anything anymore? Because, like, you see those monks who, like, lit themselves on Uh fire and, like, they're just sitting there chilling. And maybe it's because they're full of the Holy Ghost or whatever they believe in. But Uh I don't know, dude. Drowning is, like, one of my worst fears. That would be. I think I I would rather drown. Would you? Because it's. Once it happens, it's quick. You know how much it has to hurt to have you. I mean, it looks quick on TV. I mean, nobody knows. So I, I think your brain can one. go without oxygen for. Don't quote me. I am by far from a medical professional, but I think it's like three to four minutes. Right. That that's your brain long. can go without oxygen. Okay. That's a long time to be underwater with your lungs full of water burning. You're panicking. <laughs> you're probably shitting yourself. Well, I would. I would imagine <laughs> that you would just after. After your lungs had filled with water, I'd imagine you would shut down. Your body would start to shut down. Maybe. If I had to choose, I'd probably go with the fire. Okay. I, I would go with the fire. Fair enough. Okay. You have one opportunity to save the lives of your children. Okay. Are you going to shoot a half-court basketball shot? Are you going to jump into a swimming pool full of fire ants? I would choose a swimming pool full of fire ants at the bottom. And the only reason I say that is because <laughs> I know for a fact... I've seen you shoot. I feel you. Bro, you put a basketball <laughs> in my hand and <laughs> it's, it's, it's I was sad. just wondering if you would take the shot. Because you're sad, gonna you're gonna stay clean. Day. You don't have to get injured, but you're we're talking your kids now. So yep. you're gonna risk injury yep. to go ahead Absolutely. and save your baby. Yep. I feel you. I'm pretty confident in my basketball game. Are you that confident though? But I still feel like the ants is probably more of a sure thing. Almost guaranteed. I don't know, man. A lot of ant bites could fucking kill you, though. You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. I had a really hard time coming up with something. That was probably pretty sucky. But, hey, <laughs> we talked about it for a good couple minutes. There you right, go. Right, right, right. Okay, that is what the Wheel of Spirit is all about. Let me go ahead and turn that wheel this time. <laughs> all right. Let's see. Dumb stuff you did as a kid. Oh. Okay. You already told us the firecrackers and the dog shit story. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I have a lot of those. I'm thinking the dumbest thing I did as a kid, we used to play this game. I would go over to my cousin's house, and we did a lot of dumb shit. Like, we'd go swimming in barrels of water. Uh-huh. That's really dumb. Yeah, yeah. But probably the dumbest game we ever played, we used to hide in the bushes and wait for a car to come. Okay. <laughs> it's fucking... <laughs> And the game was to jump out in the middle of the street okay. and try to get the car to stop. Uh-huh. By some miracle, none of us died. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. We got our we got in trouble too. Like, cause one guy got out and he's cuz, where the hell are your pants? Yeah, and he uh-huh. knocks on the door yep. and he tells my uncle. And my uncle, 
he got really chill in his older age, but mm-hmm. back then, man, he had woo, he had a temper on him. <laughs> and when you got whooped, you felt that shit for three weeks. Okay. He burned that whooping into your brain, bro. Like through your ass. Yeah. That yeah. whooping got burned into your brain. That is probably the dumbest thing we used to do, but we did a lot of dumb shit. Yeah, yeah. We did a lot of dumb shit. I uh, I kind of feel I feel the same. We did. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I could sit here and talk on it for hours, especially if I could remember it, man. Yeah. There is so much stuff. There's so much stuff that I've forgotten. Yeah. I mean, the, the, probably the, for a reason. Exactly. The silly <laughs> shit that comes to mind is like little kids. I mm-hmm. say little kids, like 11, 12. We had a uh, friend who lived on the backside of Passing Boulevard. Right. This kid was like 17, 18 years old, hanging out with 11 year olds. All right. right. That tells you anything about his maturity level. <laughs> right. right. Well, he had an orange tree. Well, about five, six o'clock rush hour traffic. We're standing in his backyard and we'd hop over the fence, not hop over the fence, put our head over the fence. And man, we'd be dodging cars with oranges. <laughs> what? Like hitting cars with the oranges? Slamming them. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> well, similar to your story, one guy turned around screaming and yelling, cussing mm-hmm. and hollering, come banging on the door. But... Andrew's mama was oblivious to the whole situation. Wow. She's like, my, my baby not doing that. <laughs> not my baby. You put that innocent face Andrew, on. Andrew, you throwing oranges? <laughs> like, no, what is that guy talking about? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> so man. we, we, we kind of dodged that bullet there. Yeah. We kind of wow. dodged that. That's funny. Back yeah. then, man, anybody could whoop you. I remember yeah. I would do stupid stuff. And I wouldn't even have to get home before I caught an ass whooping. Like, because I, I grew up in, like I said, I grew up in Lamarck, Texas City, uh-huh. small town. My, all my family was there. Yeah. Um, my principal went to high school with my Mimi. So getting off the bus, people could be like, hey, I heard what you did today. And you get like three <laughs> ass whoopings before you even made it home. Like, yeah. Yeah. So this is a different time, man. Yeah. And th- we talked about it in, in our early episode about being outside man like kids yeah. just aren't outside like that anymore Absolutely. so that may be a good thing in some respects because it's it's a miracle we didn't get ourselves killed Ooh, you ain't <laughs> playing, man. that is a miracle all right man let's get back to this wheel let's do it let's see we got a lot of good stuff on here man and the wheel spins the wheel spins parenting the hard choices Ooh, okay all right man I remember you had a thread on Facebook. You were asking people, when is the proper time to give your kids a cell phone? Because Fallon's been asking for a cell phone, right? Dude, this, yeah, this has been an ongoing battle. Fallon is nine. She is in third grade. Right. Okay. And this this first, when it first approached, she came up to me and she was very serious because I've always told her, like, look, if you have anything serious to talk to me about, I'm always here. I'm always going to listen. I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to reprimand you. Like, let's talk it out, right? Right. She goes, Dad, I want to talk to you. All right, cool. What's up? Come in my room. Let's talk. Okay. She said, I want a phone. She brought you in her room, so this was serious. This was serious. <laughs> she was dead. Yeah. Serious, bro. I was like, ah, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Why do you want a phone? All my friends have one. I was like, if all your friends jumped off of a bridge, would you do it too? You know, you sounding like an old man. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're typical, <laughs> typical, right? Yeah, yeah. I bet Ooh. you never thought you'd say that Ooh, shit. No. <laughs> so I tell her, okay, you know what? You want a phone? I'm not buying. I'm not buying that excuse or that that. All my friends have it. All my friends have yeah. it. Bullcrap. You give me one, one legitimate reason as to why you, as a third grader, that's nine years old, yeah, in an elementary school, need. A cell phone. 
And, bro, she took off. What? Like, her life depended on it. <laughs> I'm not kidding. This was her answer. She said, what if I'm at a friend's house that you don't know, and I'm having a sleepover for three or four days, and one of them falls down and breaks their leg, and the house catches on fire, and I can't get her out. All and at her the parents same time? Are gone. Bro, it's going. And I'm looking at her like, oh, oh, okay. She like, thought this through, man. She has really thought this through. I said, Fallon. First of all, you will never be at anybody's house that I don't personally know. Right. Ever. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're not going to a sleepover for three or four days. Right. And if somebody falls and breaks their leg, you need to find an adult. Mm-hmm. The adults you're staying with. They have a phone. Exactly. <laughs> what if they're not home? <laughs> then there's going to be a bigger problem than yeah. not having a cell phone if they're right. not home. Okay. Yeah. And of course, she, Ooh, please. I want an iPhone 11. I was like, I don't have an iPhone 11. What? <laughs> I don't have an iPhone 11. Yeah. I said, found, you know, I didn't get my first cell phone until I was 16. That's too late. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, kid, I don't know what to tell you. Like, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. The phone costs $1,200 and yeah. the, the plan costs $100 a month. That peer pressure is a bitch, though. That what? means there's kids in her school with fucking iPhone 11s, bro. There, and that's what that thread said. But if you really start looking into why they have them, okay, mm-hmm. it's parents that are divorced. Right. Who, you know, the kid goes with mom or dad on the weekends, and if right. they need to be able to get in contact, I wholeheartedly understand that. Yeah. I get that. If the kid's walking home from school, if the kid's on a bus, if you're not personally picking them up and dropping them off from school, right. I get that. They need a phone or some sort of communication. An iPhone 11, though? Oh, yeah. but that, I, <laughs> Come on, man. That's the, that's Where's the that HTC One at? <laughs> Where's that cricket phone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Ben... I, I feel you. And I'm, dude, I'm telling you, this was four or five months ago, and every 10 to 15 days. Yeah. Dad, have you thought about it? <laughs> yeah, I've absolutely <laughs> thought about it. I'm still waiting on your one good reason. Right. You give me one legitimate reason, I will go to T Mobile right now and yeah. buy you a phone and put you on my plan. And I'll you will wait. have your iPhone 11. I'll wait. And I'll wait right here. <laughs> and every That's time, funny, man. every time I tell her, it's that crazy, exaggerated story. Uh, what if? Yeah, yeah. What if? That's funny, man, because Hannah's on the same thing right now. And she's even like, okay, get this. She's like, I asked Santa for a cell phone last year, and he didn't bring me one. <laughs> and I'm wanting to be like, okay, if you still believe in Santa, that lets me know you are not old enough to have a cell phone. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, hey, maybe Santa knows that your parents told you you can't have one. And Santa's not going to bring you something that your parents said you can't have. Of course. So she came off of that. But you brought up something really interesting, man. A lot of kids get pressure because of stuff other kids have and they're doing. Yeah, of course. And I guess that's always been the case, man. But And I try hard. I think of all of my children, the one who is subject to that the most is probably my son. Mm-hmm. Like he wants to fit in. He yeah. wants to have the stuff that everybody has. And I have to be really careful. I can't judge him based on how I was as a kid. Because right. as, as a kid, me, I didn't need all that stuff. No. I didn't care what other people and you're had. Talking, you're talking two different two different generations. Yes. And it's, plus, I already knew my parents were broke, so <laughs> I didn't even ask. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I'm not asking for no cell phone when yeah. we're eating ramen noodles and shit. Like, I'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah. that they can't afford to get me a yeah. phone, yeah. you know. Or, I mean, cell phones weren't really popping at that time, but I just never asked for anything. Yeah. And I didn't expect anything. And But I can't. That's me. I can't say, well, my kids should be like this because I was. Of course. Because everybody's different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and 
parenting dude, I mean, we could go on about this for this entire podcast. Right. Man. There's a lot You're of right. tough choices. We talked about what's going on with Maddie. Okay, I got to decide when she decides that she is coming home and tells me she has a boyfriend, like, what are the boundaries I'm going to set? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Is he going to be allowed to come over here uh, when he's here? Are she going to be allowed to go out without any adults? around? Like, these are the decisions you got to make. I told you, I grew up in a super strict, uh-huh. super strict environment, like, where we weren't even allowed to kick it with girls, bro. Yeah. And if there were girls around, there needed to be an adult present mm-hmm. because, you know, <laughs> apparently a boy and a girl can't hang out with each other without... Yeah. <laughs> doing something, you know, and man, that's, that's a whole nother topic, but that's just how I grew up. And because I grew up that way, I guess I thought it was normal. So I didn't really have, I didn't have this desire to go out and be wild and do stuff by myself, but yeah. that's not everybody. That's not how everybody else grows up. When, when our kids are in high school, there's going to be kids who have a whole lot more leniency than oh, maybe yeah. they do. Yeah. And they're going to see that and be like, oh man, I wish I could just hop in the car and go to the movies and not tell my parents where I'm going. And so, and parents have this, I know that there's some parents out there, like they want their kids to feel like they're their friend, but like, you got to be a parent first. I understand that concept. I understand why Like I I, I get that. But at the same time, you have to have rules. You got to have a foundation that you base your relationship, your friendship per se off of. Right. Like some lines you just don't cross. Right. You know, it just, so we're know. saying we're not going full Mama and Papa Clark and just letting our kids do whatever. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. That's yes. what you've decided. That's what I, that's, I'm kind of. <laughs> You're gonna be somewhere in the middle, I'm right? Ca- I'm kind of working my way into the middle because okay. I always want. I don't want my kids to be scared of me. Yeah. I don't want my kids to be afraid to tell me something right. or share their feelings with me. I don't want that. Yeah. I want to know everything that's going on, and I want to help you. Right. I'm gonna give you my advice. And plus, man, we have girls. So diff- it's, yes. it's not right. Yes. It's not right. You should treat everybody the same. Yes, I get that. But we got girls, bro. Yep. And it's like, yep. first of all, we are we used to be young men. And yes. we know what's going on out there. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's just so much different. I had a feeling you might come around to not quite the same. as, as Because at the end of the day, dude, I think you and your brother are the exception. You are not the rule. I don't think every child who was raised in that environment yeah. where they just, you know, because I, like I said, I know a lot of kids who their parents had that. Okay, if you're going to drink, you're going to do it here. If you're going to smoke, you're going to do it here. And see, I think that that might even be a generational thing too, right. because the pe- the kids that I knew that were sheltered and were had such tight reins on them and never could go do anything and be with anybody or any of yeah. that, dude, they turned eighteen, they and booked they it, and they wild. went buck shit wild. Yeah, and lot a lot of them made life altering. You know, choices. Right. In prison, dead. Like it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. And that, that's what scares. That's what. That's the kind of stuff that scares me. Like yeah. I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna ever expose you to the stuff that I was exposed to. Yeah. Like I. I hear you. But I want you to be aware. Oh, I, absolutely. I want you to know what's going on, and this ain't no peachy perfect world. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta I, find, as in most things, you gotta find you, balance. You gotta find the balance, and, and so that's that's really what. I think is going to work yeah. in the, at the end of the day. And every kid is different. Yeah, I'm realizing that now that we have this blended family. Yeah. I grew up. I'm sorry. I <laughs> I did kind of grow up raising Maddie because I was a baby. Yeah. When I had her. I feel you. But as Maddie was growing up, she was so easy, bro. Uh-huh. I mean, from the time she was a baby, she yep. was easy. Yep. She slept through the night. Mm-hmm. She was well behaved. I never had like just the threat of whooping her was enough to get her in line. Yeah. You know, yeah. 
And so I almost and I, I I used to tell people, man, like I feel like I'm not even like a full parent because it's just so easy. <laughs> it's so easy. Yeah. And I knew I'm like, okay, my time's coming when she's a teenager. Yeah. People kept telling me that when she's a teenager, <laughs> gonna make up for all of this shit. And I'm like, I believe. Yeah, it. yeah. So when I meet Whitney and she has two kids, and I realized that like I tried doing the same stuff I did with Maddie with uh-huh. them, and it's just different. I can't have the same. I, you set a level of expectations in your house, but I don't care what anybody says. You have to make some adjustments Absolutely. between children yeah. because yeah. you understand that they process information differently. You're right. They think about consequences mm-hmm. differently and their, their minds just work differently. And it's tough. And sometimes you might get accused of not being fair or being harder on one than the other, but it's yeah. like, Hey, that's just the situation. That's the way it is. You and guys are different. And you're taking it day by day. Yes. Like we said in the first episode, yeah. there ain't no book to this, man. There isn't. There's no book. There's no guide rule. There's no rules. There's you're on yeah. your own. Yeah, you gotta you gotta figure out what works for you. Yeah, and don't if I say anything like I was giving advice earlier about being on your kids' social media. Make no mistake, I'm learning this shit as I go. <laughs> I have yeah. never raised a teenager before. Yeah, and so all of this stuff, yeah. I'm learning it as I go. So and so as I learn it, I'm gonna tell you guys. I'm gonna share the knowledge because look, it's it's a struggle out there, bro. Yeah, <laughs> it's a struggle. This yeah. parenting thing is no joke. Yeah, no joke at all. All right, man. That, that felt good. That did. What do, you say we good. Get, what do you say we get to this wheel again? Let's roll it. All right. Let's see what we got. This uh, this sound effect has no sponsorship yet. <laughs> oh, baby. Smells like middle-aged theater. <laughs> you ready to do this? Okay. All right, man. Why don't you, why don't you explain... What we're doing first. Okay, I will. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Smells Like Middle-Aged Theater. Both of us, since we've started different ventures, this podcast, your nonprofit, and your air-conditioned filter company, have gained more social media presence, right? Yes. Basically, like we said before, we just spam the button. Like, hey, check out what we got going on. Absolutely. Okay. When you do that, you get a lot of what we'll call interesting individuals. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) On your friends list. Uh And inevitably, some of them are going to try to connect with you. Yes. Through your messenger. (laughs) (laughs) I would say. mm, So I have I have about forty five hundred friends from marketing on Facebook. Yeah. Don't get that twisted. I don't know. Forty five hundred people. Right. I don't I don't claim to be this big popular guy. Right. That's just me adding friends to invite to like my business pages. Exactly. So what we thought we would do <laughs> is let's do a reenactment of some of our craziest Facebook Messenger conversations. Was this your first crazy person reaching out to you? Uh, this was, no, this wasn't. But before, if they would be like, hello, or wave, I'd just delete the shit. Yes. And finally, I got tired of it. Uh-huh. So I was like, I'm going to fuck with this dude. And that's nine <laughs> times out of ten how you can tell the spam when they send them a wave right. in Messenger. Right. Don't have, just... Just so alone, I was getting tired of it because it was starting to happen a lot. Uh-huh. So I was like, you know what? This guy's wasting my time. I'm going to waste his time. Yep. So we are going to reenact uh, what happened here. Chris, you're going to play the role of Masande Kendall. Okay. I do not know. It says that this person is from New York, Florida. Now, <laughs> <laughs> Is there a New York, Florida? It's not like an actual city. It's like a section of a city. It's called New York, Florida. Okay. It sounded shady as fuck, obviously, for obvious reasons. But... So this person from New York, Florida, decided to hit me up on Messenger. <laughs> I am going to play the role of Nick Stevenson. Christopher Clark will play the role of Masande Kendall. 
All right. And action. Hello, Nick. Good evening. How are you doing, Nick? I'm well. What can I do for you, friend? I am full-time trader, though. I help people earn up to $9,000 on a weekly basis, though. The most sweetest thing of it, you don't have to spend money to anyone. Is there a reason you're ending your sentences with a word? <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Let me hold on. Is there a reason you're ending your sentences with the word though? Though. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry for the. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sorry for the misused of that word. <laughs> well, that's good. Because I just received a large sum of money from a deceased family member. And I don't know what to do with it. It's literally on me in a suitcase right now. I'm nervous. What is your advice on investment opportunities? Are you familiar with Bitcoin mining? I've heard of it, but I can't mine for Bitcoins. I have a bad back. (laughs) Oh, no, you don't have to say that. Okay, I can explain how Bitcoin mining works for a better understanding. Can I hire someone to do the mining for me? Someone who doesn't have a bad back? I can help you manage your trading account for just some time. Do you have a good back? (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting nervous. Everyone keeps looking at me with this suitcase handcuffed to my wrist. It's getting dicey. (laughs) Yes, I do. I am full-time trader. Okay, how do I send you money? Do you have a number I can call? But I must let you know my terms before I proceed further. I'm listening. 10% of your profits comes to me and the remaining 90% goes to you. You must be a really good trader. You have so much time on your hands, you can just message random people and get them money. Yes. Do you agree with my terms so I proceed? I'm sorry. Can you repeat the terms? I accidentally deleted the message. I was talking to another trader in a different thread, but he's full of shit. You're the real deal. I thought I deleted him, but it was you. 10% of your profit comes to me and the the remaining 90% goes to you. Bro, I'm sorry. One more time. I tried to delete my ex-wife's thread and got yours again. (laughs) She's sending me unwanted nudes again. Want to see? No, I'm here for business, Nick. Okay. Why don't you email me so this stops happening? Okay. I'll give you the email. Send me your mail so we can talk now. Stop wasting my time at (laughs) gofuckyourself.com. And scene. (laughs) Dude, oh man, I don't know, I'm going to do my best to edit that, that's going to be, we might just have to play that one out raw, dude. (laughs) He asked after that, you're on Hangout, right? Oh God. Which is like some app on Google. People are fucking crazy. I I had to block him immediately or that conversation probably would have continued. He's probably all up in your fucking phone now, (laughs) got your credit card numbers. Probably. Oh shit, okay. So... Ladies and gentlemen, that is Smells Like Middle Age Theater. <laughs> All right, man. Let's spin this wheel one more again. All right. And the wheel spins. 
Sir, it is time for a dad joke contest. Ooh-wee! Let's do it. All right, man. When, when, he, when, you guys told, when you told me you wanted to do dad jokes, okay. I was like, I don't know, man. Chris loves dad jokes. <laughs> okay. I don't think he stands a chance. And I'm going to prove my point. Rapid fire. <laughs> Just really quick. What do ships eat for breakfast? I don't know. Boat meal. <laughs> okay. Ah, I told you. I told you. Oh my okay, goodness. so what are we gonna what are we gonna score this as? All I right. was thinking the first person to laugh ten times. Here's the rules. We're gonna tell a dad joke. If you laugh, that's a point off against you. Okay. If we, <laughs> <laughs> if we both laugh, then we both. Get a mark against us. Okay. And what are we going to say? The first to five? Let's do the first to five. Okay. Are you, <laughs> this might go quick. Yeah. This. Is All right. <laughs> Let's gather ourselves. Okay. All righty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It starts already. <laughs> All right. Okay. Right. Now, <laughs> once we start, once the clock runs, there's no laughing. Okay. All right. Are we ready? Yes. All right. You're going first. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go first. Alright, All right, here, here we go. go. Let's here do this. Go. I'm not I bought some shoes from a drug dealer. I don't know what he laced it with, but I was dripping all day. <laughs> <laughs> That's not <laughs> That's not fair! I'm laughing at you! <laughs> All right, can we get a blindfold in okay. here? Okay, can I'm not looking at you. Can we get a blindfold in here? Okay. All right, I'm gonna try it again. <laughs> okay. No, I got one. Okay, go All ahead. All right. <laughs> I have a feeling we got our jokes off the same, but dude, I'm gonna tell you a secret. I saw that one while I was looking for dad jokes, and I still laughed. <laughs> your your face, bro. <laughs> All right. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. How does a duck fart? Ow. <laughs> okay. God damn it. Dude, I practiced this. I practiced this. Okay. With his ass quack. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Oh my god. This is okay, so we both have like five already, right? <laughs> I, I, we'll, we'll call it we'll call it two a piece. Okay, two a piece. <laughs> Go for it. Okay. What's the least spoken language in the world? What? Sign language. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I heard that one too. <laughs> I knew the answer. I can't look at you, bro. Okay. <laughs> we need to put up a divider. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> All right. God damn. We each have three. Okay. All right. The Secret Service is not allowed to yell, get down, anymore, when the president is about to be attacked. <laughs> now they have to yell, Donald Duck! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> God damn it. Oh, my hands hurt. Okay. Okay. These jokes are not funny. <laughs> it's, it's me looking at you trying not to laugh. Oh my god, we suck at this. I, you know, at this point, now I'm waiting for you to tell one where I don't laugh. Like okay. that's when I'm. That's when we're stopping. All like right, I'm gonna go. not laugh. I got at one you. Of you. I got you. Here you go. I made a pencil with two erasers. 
It was pointless. <laughs> okay, I didn't make audible noise that time, did I? Did I make audible noise? Well, thanks. Well, <laughs> okay. okay. I made one. I can't tell this joke without laughing. Okay, here we go. What did the pirate say on his 80th birthday? What? I'm 80. Okay. okay, So that's two that I did not. We're just going to say on my head by two. Let's go four to six. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Dad, did you get a haircut? No. I got all of them cut. Okay. Okay. That's good. Okay. That was good. good. That was a good one. What's the best part about living in Switzerland? What? I don't know, but the flag is a big plus. God damn it! God damn it! I should have just started talking. I almost said it. (laughs) I should have just started talking. Fuck! What do you call a guy with a rubber toe? Okay, we'll do that again. Okay, yes. All right. What do you call a guy with a rubber toe? What? (laughs) Roberto. (laughs) Dude, I'm laughing at you. I know. I'm laughing at you. Bro, my head hurts so bad. (laughs) Oh, God. All right. What has two butts and kills people? What? An ass ass. <laughs> An ass assin. <laughs> okay. God damn it. I've Whoa. lost count, All but right. this is still fun. Okay. One let's, more. We'll move to the next one. Alrighty. Let's do it. Cashier. Would you like your milk in a bag? Dad says no. Just leave it in the carton. <laughs> yes! He got it. He got it. Yes. Oh my God, my head hurts so uh, bad. We were both looking at the same website. It's obvious <laughs> because I knew half the shit. I knew half your punchlines, <laughs> and I still laughed at that shit. <laughs> God damn! All right, let's get this wheel spinning again. Chris, do you tip for poor service? Stop thinking about dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, let me start by saying I am an excellent tipper. Okay, excellent. I mean, if I if my meal is thirty to forty dollars, I tip between twenty and thirty dollars. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I especially for good service. I'm not talking to a high end restaurant. I'm not talking right. Yeah, I'm talking anywhere. Gotcha. I still tip when I have bad service, but it's very minimal. It's a minimal. Okay, so what's a minimal? Five bucks. Oh, so it doesn't even matter percentage wise. No, and and I and I don't even take into consideration like if they're busy. I understand that. Right. If you're not just coming to my table because you're busy, I get that. Things gotcha. get hectic. If you got an attitude, if that restaurant is completely dead and mm-hmm. my food hasn't came in 15, 20 minutes or whatever the yeah, time. Yeah, you're messing is, around on your phone. Like I, I and, I, and I see you doing it. You're not you're not getting a fat pat tip. Right. Just kind of how I feel on it. I know that those servers, they make 213 an hour. Okay. The way I feel about it is you choose to enter that industry and That's you true. know that 
all you got to do is wear a smile and, and, and be nice to people. And I would say nine times out of 10, you're yeah. going to get a good tip. Yeah, for sure. I have an experience that I regret or I kind of feel bad about. Okay. Where we had a really bad experience at a restaurant. Okay. And it really wasn't even the waitress's fault. Okay. But we left. And since they comped our meal, I forgot to leave her a tip. And I felt bad about it. Because she worked as okay. hard as anybody. It wasn't her fault. The issue was in the kitchen. And I won't mention the name of the establishment. Of course. But Whitney ordered a salad and it came back with a hair in it. Okay. Which is obviously a no-no. Like, that's not good. So we let him know, hey, uh, can we get a salad with no hair in it? (laughs) (laughs) Please. Yeah. And the guys, the manager's like super apologetic. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. We'll we'll get another one right out right Mm -hmm. away. Okay. Now, in my mind, I've already assumed, okay, we're not going to pay for at minimum, her salad, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. I'll, I'll, nothing was wrong with my meal, so I'm good. The next salad comes back, and it has a hair in it. No way. For the second time. No yeah. way. Yeah. Now our experience is not good. Yeah. And the manager comes over again. He's like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe this. Can I get you? And at this point, Whitney's like, no, nah, I've lost my appetite. We're good. Yeah. I hate to say, like, I pretty much finished my meal while all this was happening. So (laughs) (laughs) that was kind of messed up on my, like I asked, I was like, hey, do you want me to wait? And she's, you know, she does the right thing. No, you can eat. It's cool. And I'm like, okay, you don't tell me twice. But (laughs) so the manager, as apologetic as he is, he brings us the bill. And the only thing that's not on it is the salad. It still has the appetizer mm-hmm. still has her drinks. Okay. Still has my meal and my drinks. Okay. And he walks over and he leaves the bill on the table. The manager did. Yes. Okay. So this kind of irritates me because uh-huh. my wife's about to leave this establishment having not eaten. Uh-huh. And you're still going to charge her for her drinks, her appetizer, like all this other stuff. Yeah. After getting a salad with hair in it, not once, but twice. Yeah. So I call the manager over and I say, look, sir, here's my debit card. I'm going to pay this bill, but I need to let you know how I feel about it first. Our evening is completely ruined. Uh My wife is going to leave this establishment as hungry as she was when we got here. Yeah. And you're going to charge her for it. I just think that's asinine. That being said, here's my card. So he goes on this whole spiel. Like he's mortified. He's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. He literally gives me like a 10 minute speech. And I'm like, can you hurry up and get to the part where you say everything's free yeah. so we can get out of here yeah. so I can stop at Whataburger yeah, and yeah. grab my wife some food. Of course. Right. So he give, he comps us everything. Okay. But I should have tipped that waitress I because she that. worked her ass off. I agree with that. And it wasn't her fault. Yeah. So I do feel bad about that. The way I feel about service workers, if they give me poor service, I'm going to tip them 10%, which is the minimum. For okay. me, okay. if they are excellent, they could get as much as 50%. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. And it's a, it's a tough, that, that industry is not meant for everybody. And you never know. They may be new and figuring that out for the first time. Like You can usually spot that. Maybe this ain't for me. You that is true. You can usually spot that. And you can that usually somebody spot who's trying, just don't know what they're doing. Right. And hey, I understand that when you come and do a new job, things can be heck, especially in an industry like that. Yeah. You're on your feet for... Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve hours at a time, and got you. Half your customers are pricks. Yeah, talking about their food didn't come out right. Yeah, you mess this up, you mess that up. Bunch of Karens. Yes, like <laughs> I think if yeah. you, in my experience, if you sit down and you, when they say welcome to whatever, 
how are you? And you engage them a little bit. Yeah. You just let them know that you be friendly. You're a friendly guy and you're not going to sit here and give me any shit. They're going to take care of you. Nine times out of 10, they're going to take care of you. Yeah. And in return, I'm going to take care of you. Right. So, so it's a, it's a two way street. Absolutely. I agree with that hundred percent. Um, have you ever worked in the service industry? Yes, I did. Uh, that was what? my first job when I was 14. What'd you do? I was a bus boy. Okay. Do bus boys get tips? Like, do you have to split the tip on the table or mm, not then? I okay. think it is. The, I think that's st- industry standard now. But when yeah, I was it's weird. Up, I think like all the tips go to one place and they divvy up. That's weird. That's that's. Really I don't weird. like that. I don't like that either. Because if somebody worked their ass off and I give extra, I don't want them to Absolutely. not get what they earn. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. Okay. No, but when I was a busboy, I was 14. I was hired under the table, cash, and I made four fifteen an hour. Like okay. the dude hand wrote me a check every week. Okay. Gotcha. Um, but no, I didn't get any kind of tips or. Okay. Now, later on down the line, when I was like doing side work for the servers, like cleaning the cook machines and emptying the ice bins, like yeah. they would tip me out. Okay. They would give me what they wanted. And I would walk out with, you know, I would stay two or three hours extra and I would do their side job, side work. Okay. You know, like folding silverware and stuff like that. Okay. And I would walk out with 20, 30 bucks in my pocket. That's what's up. I mean, at 14 years old. Yeah. You're, you're going, freaking, you're, you're, you're going crazy on that. You're rolling in it. Heck Yeah. Okay, yeah, I've never been in the service industry, mostly because I was one of those people who were like, uh, yeah, I'm going to go be a waiter at Perry so I can get them $80 tips. <laughs> yeah. like you, those, they don't hire rookies at restaurants no, like that. No, you're right. You, you got you to gotta have some skins in the game. Yep. All right, let's get back to this wheel, my friend. All right. Good conversation. Get this wheel moving. And let's go with... Social media pet peeves. Oh, I'm going to let you go first because I'm about to go to church in this bitch. Okay. On this conversation. I'm going <laughs> to say one thing about social media. Yeah. And then I'm going to back off of it. Okay. Because I can sit here and talk about it for days. Mm-hmm. I cannot stand when people get on there and say, I need money. I need cash. And it's usually not even these like those little sob stories like yeah. my car broke down and I have three kids. Like, can anybody right. spot me twenty dollars? Right. And that just for whatever reason. Or they're reason, starting GoFundMe's for their for an alternator. Right. For, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. But I um, hear you. I hear you. I can't stand when people you might as well be standing on the street with your hand out yeah. with a sign. It yeah. just it pisses me off. It irritates me. Everybody has has hard times. I get it. But yeah, that's just not a good look, man. There's so many other ways. Absolutely. To keep your pride intact. Mm-hmm. There is. It's. I don't even know if it's a matter of pride. Um, I, I don't know. It's like decency. Yeah, accountability. Like, I don't know. You you mentioned how you have 4,000 people. Like, you don't know no. the majority of no. these people. And if you if you don't have somebody you can call in a jam... Like, you got bigger problems than that alternator. Absolutely. If you don't have somebody that you can call in a jam, and to take the social media and do it, and first of all, you're just not going to be successful because people are going to see that and just assume this is a scam. You're right. And that's just the world we live in. That's the environment we live in. If somebody comes to you on the internet, on social media, you're like, and it could be legit, you're automatically going to be thinking that they're going to be a subject of the Smells Like Middle-Aged Theater. Like, (laughs) that's just your assumption. (laughs) Yeah. And when... When people message me, I just come into it with like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to listen to this. And I don't know 
Um, you like I said, you can you can spot, tell you can spot that. Within you can tell five seconds of the yeah, conversation you can happening. Tell. It's about so, it's about to be spam. So since I've expanded the people that I am an audience to mm-hmm. on social media, I'm going to start out with a positive. Okay. I am not seeing all the political bullshit. You're right. Come across my newsfeed. I'm really glad you brought that up. Because apparently I was the one, I was just hanging out with all the people who were posting yeah. political bullshit. You're right. Because since I've expanded that, I don't see it. Yep. And maybe it's because everyone else doesn't care now, mm-hmm. or maybe it's just because, I, I don't know, but that's been a positive for me. Yeah, like, absolutely. I'm not scrolling through, and I don't, I don't get incensed by what people say or what they believe. Uh-huh. Believe what you believe. I just get incensed by having to see it constantly yeah. and the negativity of it. Yep. It was... I was ready to delete Facebook. The very few and the very few people that I come across where they're posting that dumb shit, mm-hmm. they'll they'll have a headline, right? Yeah. And it's from January of last year. <laughs> right. And they're talking like, How are we still letting this happen? Yeah. Dude, I just go delete block. Yeah. I don't even deal with it. I don't let it don't get to see me it. anymore. I don't, don't want to see, see it. it. I don't care. Yeah. I I was ready to delete Facebook. I was like, yeah. if I didn't have 10 years of pictures of my kids on here that I don't feel like Uh putting on a flash drive or something, (laughs) then I would get rid of it. Like it was getting to be a lot, but since I've expanded it, I will say the political bullshit is gone. What I am seeing a lot of, I I was doing some research about us population and I'm going to bring that up right now. Okay. Did you know right now there are 320 million, 50,716 people in the United States, 49.2 of them are men and 50.8. Are women. Okay. So it's about even. Yeah. It's close. There's slightly more women. Okay. Which tells me, ladies, that you have a decent chance of finding a good man. Possibly. If that's what you're looking for. If that's what you need. That's the key. That's the key word right there. If that's what you're actually looking for. If that's what for. you're looking for. Okay. So my social media pet peeve, and I've done some extensive research on this because I've seen a lot of women complaining that there's no good men all men are pieces of shit yep they post memes about how all men are cheaters all men are liars blah 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 and okay but when it started flooding my newsfeed i'm (laughs) gonna say there was one person in particular and i didn't even know this person i had recently added them trying to get people to listen to the show yeah and her shit just started popping up everywhere Mm-hmm. And it was all negative. Oh, all you men want to do is this and that, blah, 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 blah. And it got to be too much. Now, I was not going to make the mistake of sliding in her DM so she could clout chase. And Oh, bro. That's yeah, another no. pet peeve. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Why is everybody messaging me? Like, okay, this is a simple solution. Don't add people you don't know. There you go. And set up your social media to where people can't message you yep. unless they're friends. Yep. But why would you do that? then you couldn't post it in front of everybody so that everybody knows how desired you are and how cute you are. (laughs) Look at all these men messaging me and sending me penis pictures. Like, come on. Yep. That's an easy fix. Yep. If you really didn't want it to happen, it wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. You're right. Now let me stop right here because I don't want to be accused of being a misogynist guys. Stop sending pictures of your dick to people you don't know. It's illegal. First of all, fucking ridiculous. It's illegal. It's stupid. But ladies, ladies, you got to take some responsibility. I don't know if anybody said it better than my man, Cat Williams. If you 25 years old and you still walking around talking about niggas ain't shit, you need to get a handle on your motherfucking life and take some responsibility, bitch. What you mean to say is all the niggas you fuck with ain't shit. You need to figure out what it is about your pussy that keep attracting ain't shit niggas. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, sans some language that maybe you and I wouldn't use. Look, I am not advocating the calling of women bitches. I don't believe they should be called bitches. The women that we're talking about right now, you are not bitches. Even my man Cat Williams would say to you, I only call you bitch because I don't know your name individually. <laughs> that was good. Okay. That was a good impression. <laughs> yes, he's a comedian and he's got a comedy show, but he's making a point, man. Okay. You got to take some responsibility. Absolutely. What type of man are you looking for and what type of man are you attracting? Look, I actually, in a comment thread, this was kind of a cross promotion of our show. I'm not going to lie. Because I'm like, this Shameless is a very, plug. yeah, this is a very interesting subject that I would like to talk about on the Smells Like Middle Age Beer podcast. <laughs> but I was asking her, I said, look, I've seen this a lot. Can I ask you? And I just asked her a few simple questions like, okay, clearly somebody hurt you. Yeah. Do you feel like that, that number one hurt affected all of your other uh-huh. relationships? And I, that, that happens to all of us, man. Yeah. The last question I asked is, is it possible that this negative energy that you're putting out is actually attracting the type of men that you're complaining about. Because let me tell you about a good man. He don't want to have to deal with the bullshit from somebody no, who, you're who right. wasn't trustworthy, somebody who was a cheater, yep. somebody who was a liar. A good man don't want to have to suffer the consequences for somebody else's actions. Absolutely. Now, in this game of love, you're going to have to earn trust. You're going to have to uh-huh. jump some hurdles. Yep. I get that. But when you know from the jump you've lost before you even started, <laughs> yeah. you're not. No. Yep. What type of... I can speak as a man that the type of woman a good man wants is a woman who is confident, mm-hmm. but not arrogant. Absolutely. Who's sexy, but not promiscuous. Yep. Someone who's positive, someone who has good energy, good vibe. When you have that negative energy and you're all, oh, all y'all ain't shit. You mother, <laughs> like you're just pushing <laughs> yeah. all the good people away. They yeah. don't want to deal with that shit. Yeah. And that's like a beacon to the douchebags. Cause they're like, <laughs> Oh, she's Ooh. emotionally vulnerable. She's been hurt. And so what they do is they consider it a challenge. Like I'm going to get her to break down this wall uh-huh. and then I'm gonna fuck her shit up. <laughs> like you are attracting that. Yeah. Stop doing it. Yep. Stop doing it. And I asked her in this thread, I said, I want you to try just for a little bit. Just start posting some positive stuff. Mm-hmm. You can post the pictures of yourself. Now ladies, I'm, I'm really tired of y'all hitting them angles and like, Oh, don't look at my cleavage. Like, okay. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. But hey, this is this is your platform and I'm not judging, but try posting some positive stuff. Try posting something that shows that you're confident, that you're secure in yourself. Yeah. The first thing you got to do is be confident. Yeah. And be secure in yourself. Yep. And let yourself have some optimism about finding a good person and maybe it'll come to you. Put that in you I'm a firm believer in the energy you put out is the energy you get back. 100%. So, just try it. Put some positive vibes out there. Yep. See what happens. Maybe you'll start attracting more positive people. And I said, just try it for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I left it alone. I wasn't, because she's like, oh, this is really interesting. And she was interacting. And I did notice every now and again, her stuff pops up on my newsfeed. And I haven't seen anything of the sort. Huh. She's, you know, she's posting about wanting to find love and stuff, but she's not on this whole all men are shit type of thing. And I was like, that's cool. Good. That's cool. And one time I saw one and I commented on like, hey, I see you. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> so that is one pet peeve of mine that ladies, yes, there are pieces of shit out there. I get it. And it's hard to trust people. That's 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 everybody. It's men and women both. But all I'm saying is you I'm a firm believer that energy you put out. That's what you're going to get back. Absolutely. So I hope that maybe some of our listeners who have been we'll, we'll say guilty. Just think about it. 
put some positive vibes out there. Yep. Understand, take some responsibility. You probably made some poor choices uh-huh. about some of the men you've been with too. So be, be, be honest about that with yourself and straighten it out. And then we just want to see love and good vibes on our social media, That's man. That's it, man. That's, That's all it. we want. Love and good vibes. There was like four or five that posted last week. I do. I saw that, man. It's pretty crazy. Love and good vibes. I'm trying to make it a hashtag, dude. I'm like, I want everybody to come yeah. back. Yeah. And yeah, I saw a lot of good stories that people were sharing. It was pretty awesome. Okay. In the form of a question, celebrity hall pass? I'll ask you this. Who's your celebrity crush? I think I know the answer to the next question, but who's your celebrity crush? All right. So anybody who knows me knows that I am an office. I'm sorry. A fanatic of the office. The office. Okay. I've been, I've watched it front to back probably 20 times now. I got you. I'm addicted to it every night. That's all I watch. I watch three or four episodes a night. Okay. That leading back is Jenna Fisher who plays Pam Beasley boy. Is that the redheaded curly lady? Yes, it is. Okay, she's got that like girl next door looking thing going, right? She's got that little like, like that mom thing going. Okay, and that is my <laughs> that's your that's jam. my thing, dude. That's that's my jam. Well, that's good because you're married to a mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's my jam. So, that being said, is Haley gonna give you a pass if you came across her and she took a run at you? <laughs> <laughs> is Haley gonna be like? That's Chris's show. He so, loves that show. Even if the pass was granted, I don't know if I would accept. I hear you. Man, <laughs> that is such a good answer. Let's give him an applause on that one, buddy. Yeah. I believe you, though. That I don't is, think you're bullshitting. That is my... Oh, man. She bad. Yeah. Everything about her, she is... She's like, she Maybe Haley could, like, dress up like her one time. And not Thanks. only is she gorgeous, man. If you follow her on, like, social media and Instagram, she does a lot of cool shit. Yeah, she does. She has good stuff. I don't know. She just, she fine. I I know for a fact that I do not have a hall pass, and I think I'm with you, dude. Like, and look, people are gonna tell us we're pussies and we're full of shit. Blah blah blah. I don't care. It is what it is. I don't care. But I love my wife, and let's just say I have a conscience, Mm -hmm. and I don't think I have a hall pass. I don't care if Beyonce walked in here and was all up on me. Like, I would have to find a way to be like, no, yeah, no. And it sounds like I'm just saying this to be full of shit, but like. Real talk. There ain't a woman fine enough on this planet you're for right. me to cheat on my wife, nope. bro. And I've you're told right. people that, and they're like, you're full of shit. Man, because, yes, okay, in this fantasy world where there's no consequences, you have no memory, there's nothing nothing bad can happen yeah. afterward, yeah, okay, whatever. I'm married, and I'm thinking about splitting everything 50-50. Not that I got shit to split, <laughs> but I'm thinking about child support, and I see him like, I'm thinking about all that shit, uh-huh, dude. And I'm yeah. like, I know for a fact there's not a woman on this planet that my wife would be like, you know what? That's okay. <laughs> yeah, no. And I... No. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if my wife cheated on me with pretty much anybody, but I mean, <laughs> hey. And not because that's how she is, but I'm just saying, like, fucking look at me, dude. Like, you know, every time I get out of the shower, there's a mirror right there, and I'm like, thank God I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> that dating game ain't no joke, yeah, now, man. Yeah. Oh, dude. Ooh. Being single sucks. That's actually on the wheel. It is. Being single sucks, man. Yeah. And I, uh, I I did want to bring something up that was funny. It's kind of a nice little bond that me and Haley have. Mm-hmm. I am so oblivious to like flirtatious vibes, right? Just because right. I'm a friendly person. You're a happy dude. I I just I don't I don't catch it when I should catch it. Right. You know. So. Back when I worked shift work, I would go on my days off, like during the week. Haley's gone, kids are gone. I'm gonna go fish, so I went out on the pier. I'm fishing, right? And I go all the way to the end of the pier. Yeah. 
I'm fishing. I'm pulling up black drum. You know, I'll catch and release because I don't. Right. I don't eat fish. Right. I'm just catching and releasing, just doing it for fun. Yeah. <laughs> and this girl comes up, dressing in a jail shirt. She's a very pretty girl. Mm-hmm. She says, "Hey, how are you? How are you doing this? Like, I've been I've been here for thirty minutes and I ain't caught nothing. And I'm, I'm watching and you've pulled up four or five. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, look. So I grab her lure. I was like, off the bottom, you know, yeah, tie yeah, the yeah. weight to the to the end of the string, tie your hook up, right? Now watch. Threw it in. Haley's spidey sense is going off at this moment. Not even. <laughs> Not, Not yours, though. Yeah, You're like, yeah. hey. And I'm, I'm just oblivious to it, man. Yeah. Sink it. Boom. She pulls one up. Oh, my God. I'm like, yeah, you know, you fish these, you, you fish these waters more, you know. Right. The more you fish them, the more you get to know them. Whatever. Yeah. We're talking. It's all lighthearted. Nothing serious. Nothing crazy. You know. I said, all right. It's about an hour. All right. It's time for me to go. It was great meeting you. Shook hands. She's like, well, wait. <laughs> and I turned around and looked at her. I said, is everything okay? And she said, yeah, I, I wanted to give you my number. And I was like, uh, 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 well, I was like, I'm so, so, so sorry that you misconstrued this. Like right. I, I am, I'm happily married. Like who knew I, man, catching fish, keep a woman's heart. Yeah. I mean, it, I was like, I'm happily married. I'm, I'm so sorry if I misled you in any type of way. She's like, yeah. Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. I was like, please don't be, please. Like I'm making this awkward. Please don't like, I should, yeah. I should have caught that. It was just, I yeah. don't know. You went home, did a dance, told Haley, yo, man, it's fine. I, I hey. I'm walking out the door dancing. Guess who got hit on today? <laughs> She's like, you're Hell an idiot. Yeah. You're an idiot. <laughs> so, yeah. It's First just, time ever, girl. It's shit like that that I, would ne- I, wouldn't, I wouldn't trade for the world. Yeah, man. I wouldn't. Absolutely. I mean, there ain't nothing in the world out there, man. Nope. I, I was single long enough to know yep. that when you got a good one, you hang on to that yep. shit. Yep. With, with everything, everything you got. got. <laughs> yeah. I mean... I don't miss being single at all. I was actually talking to a buddy of mine at work who's single, and he's telling me all these bullshit stories, stories and drama, and I'm like, dude, thank God I don't have to deal with that anymore. Fuck. I- and who knows? He might have been lying, because that was another part about being single. Like, you're talking to your buddies. You're just making up all these stories about yeah. all this sex you're having that you're not really having. Yeah, yeah, of course. You'd be like, oh, man, I was with this chick the other night. Oh, yeah, who? You know, this chick. <laughs> this chick. You know, she was just some chick. You'd be lying. Stop lying. <laughs> but yeah, I don't I don't miss it. Married life, awesome. Love being a family man. Yep. Say what you will about it. I don't care. So let's give each other either a movie or a show to watch okay. that neither one of us has seen. Okay. And when we come back, we'll chop it up about a little bit. I love it. Okay. So I want you to watch the original Star Wars. Okay. Okay. Watch Fair the enough. original Star Wars. Fair enough. And see if it even makes you interested okay. in watching the rest. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. And when we come back, we'll do a little synopsis on the original Star Wars. Now, all you Star Wars geeks out there and fans who know more about Star Wars than I do and all the backstories, like, don't be getting on my case. <laughs> like, I'm just an average, everyday Star Wars fan. Like, I don't read the books and yeah. have the additional behind the scenes. Like, I don't have any of that. I'm just a normal garden variety Star Wars fan. But Chris has never seen it. So we're going to get his take on we'll the original Star Wars. Cool. What do you want me to watch? Let's do Let's do Boondock Saints. The original. Okay. The original one. I dude, I tell people that I've not seen that movie and they look at me like I just said I've never drank water. Yeah. <laughs> it's a phenomenal movie. Okay. So it I'm going to check that out and we'll get back to each other and I think that the Wheel of Spirit is going to be back. I enjoyed doing this. 
We'll put send, some. Send us what you want to hear us talk about. Yeah, let's let's get get involved on social media and let us know what topics you want on. Heck there. yeah! And we've already gotten that a little bit, and we left some of them out, dude. One of the topics on the wheel, people love true crime, bro. People kept telling me, talk about a murder. And I'm like, okay. For me, like, true crime is a sensitive thing for me because yeah. I got so involved in it. Like, it yeah. made me depressed. And I lost, like, 20 pounds because I've been watching straight murders, kidnappings, and and rapes for, like, yeah. six but, months straight. I mean, that goes back to what kind of what kind of energy do you bring into your life? Right. Are you bringing negative shit? I had shit to turn it off. Shit? I had to turn it off. But so many people have requested that. Yeah. Talk about true crime. Well, Look, we'll put it on next time. We'll, we'll 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 definitely we'll put that in the hat, and we'll we'll you'll get our take on some of that, dude. I was obsessed with OJ. We talked about OJ <laughs> all motherfucking day. But you know what? Like I'm laughing about that. But dude, two people, a mother and a son and a friend, like were murdered in that case. Yeah. And nobody ever talked about them. Yeah. It's about OJ. It's about the trial of the century. Uh-huh. It's about the television event. They made an FX miniseries on it bro i was glued to that shit like i watched it like three more times when it was done like i was obsessed with that yeah and people forget two people got killed in this man there are children who will never see their mother again there's a father and a son and a a father and a sister and a mother who will never see their son again like it's tragic but it's it's kind of interesting to talk about how culture has like we've become numb to that it becomes entertainment it's it's interesting man but hey I'm not downing anybody who likes that type of thing. I get it. Trust me. I'm on the same boat with you. So we'll throw stuff like that in the hat, man. We want to do this episode again. Absolutely. We want to put some stuff on the wheel yep. and just mix it up. And it was it was fun. So, everybody, once again, we are so appreciative for all the people who have listened and then got back to us and gave us positive feedback, some constructive criticism, the people who are following us on social media. Look, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We have nine followers on Twitter now. Yeah, buddy. Okay, we're out there. We want this podcast to be a podcast by the people and for the people. We want everybody involved. Tell us what you want to hear. Ask us questions. Give us the feedback and constructive criticism that we need to improve this show. And we just want to keep going, man. My name's Nick Stevenson. My name's Chris Clark, and we'll see y'all next time. You've been listening to the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit Podcast with Nick and Chris. For more show content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.